What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Mike! Give me a mic! How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Riley and Kimmy Show. Well, hello out there. It's me, Winnie the Pooh. And don't forget to remember to stay tuned to the Riley and Kimmy Show. And don't forget to remember to keep on bouncing, says Tigger. <laughs> Bouncing is what we do best here at the Riley and Kimmy Show. I am your host, Patrick Riley, and right next to me is the best bouncer of them all. Kimmy! I got one thing! Kimmy! That's right, Kimmy is with us. She is awake, and as I was telling somebody shortly before recording this podcast, she was taking a dog nap before... Uh, stepping into the studios, and he goes, I am going to tell her that you said that. I said, I say that all the time, including on our show. And I said, I, I do. And you were taking a dog nap for real because you had the uh, the Mastiff, Lockjaw with you, and uh, Groot with you, both very big dogs. Mm-hmm. And he was laughing about that. And that is our good friend, Sean Surface, a fantastic artist from Orlando, Florida. And by the way, real soon you'll be able to find out just how fantastic he is because. We uh, got the final draft of the Riley and Kimmy logo. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do you think, Kimmy? Awesome. Fantastic work Sean Surface does. We have a link to his website. He is available for services, and I, I recommend him. I mean, just hands down. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he is uh, publishing a comic book called Mandy. Kickstarter project still underway. Mandy is uh, all getting wrapped up to uh, come into everybody's hands. And if you'd like to you know, help out and find out more about Mandy... Beautiful work, extremely gorgeous. You can find out about that right on our website by clicking on the link to Sean, and you can find out more. Once again, Sean Surface, write that name down. Be sure to check him out also. He's going to be at MegaCon uh, this year and uh, OkalaCon, whatever it's called, Ocala Comic Book mm-hmm. Event, in the uh, month of March, this mm-hmm. month. So he'll be there first and then MegaCon in April. So be sure to check out Sean if you are in the Central Florida area and be sure to check back to our website and our social media sites because we'll be uh, debuting the new logo real soon. Now give me one of the things we're going to do is uh, courtesy of What Culture, they have a, a look at some of uh, the favorite kid kids books of all time. Mm-hmm. There are some books that everyone seems to have a favorite like the Harry Potter saga and timeless classics like To Kill a Mockingbird. And so on. However, there's one genre of literature that is almost always left out of these cherished lists, and that's children's books. Now, these tales don't go without honor because they're unworthy, but rather because they sadly go unthought of. They've been forgotten. Now, think back to your childhood and all the amazing stories you read or were read to you. Now, don't you remember tales of excitement stories that both captivated and educated, all done with brightly colored pictures? Don't you remember those, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And we have a list of 20 of those and I'm kind of curious 
We're not going to go through the entire 20 list. Let's just see if Kimmy has any that hit this list. Now, I, I'm taking, you know, I'm, I mm-hmm. took a look at the list ahead of time. There are quite a few on here that should be on your list. Mm-hmm. They should come to the top of your mind. Mm-hmm. They, they were for me. But I will be honest. Number one, I have no clue what it is. I know the author. Um, number 20, I have no clue what, what it is. Uh, it came out in 1972. Um, there are some here I have I have no clue mm-hmm. you know, what they are. But let's see if you know any of them. Throw one or two or three out. Oh, okay. Um, well, I think back to when our teacher read to us in uh, grade school, and there's three that pop right to mind. Okay, let's go. All right. One is Charlotte's Web. No. Next. One is uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No. Next. I think you need to think younger. Keep going. James and the Giant Peach? Uh, no, I think you need to think a little younger. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Shall I give you some and give you another chance? Mm-hmm. Just to give you an idea where they're going here. I'm going to go to the ones that you know, not the ones you don't know, because an example, well, I'll just throw it out here to give you an idea of one you don't know. Number 20, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. From 1972. Does mm, that ring a bell? No. Not at all. Me either. All right. One that should ring a bell to give you kind of an idea. All right. Moving down to number nine from 1960, Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss. Okay. Number six. That's the last one I'm going to give you. The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Okay. Was that read to you? Or did you read it? I don't know. Any clue what year the tale of Peter Rabbit is from? 42. 1902. Okay. You were so close. <laughs> Missed it by that much. <laughs> yeah. Any other guesses? Pokey Little Puppy. I have no idea what the hell the Pokey Little Puppy is. I think you made that up. No. There was never a book called Pokey Little Puppy. It's, it's a golden book. I don't know Pokey Little Puppy. And obviously the people who compiled this list don't know Pokey little puppy. Any okay. Other? Horton, here's a who. No. Which is amazing, considering at number 11, The Cat in the Hat by Dr. Seuss is right there. The Grinch? Not on the list. Hmm. I'll give you one more. Okay. And then we'll wrap it up here. Number two, which to me is number one, which instantly came to mind when I read the list that this list existed number one i'm just going to tell you what it involves you tell me the name of the title you ready mm-hmm. a monkey curious george that's right curious george i, I could have said man in the yellow hat i guess mm-hmm. curious george what year was it first published 54 1941 okay george is older than we thought and you know that's one of the first like when i'm we're talking very young me that I wanted that book bad. Okay. Curious George. Mm-hmm. One, and uh, my family never bought me Curious George. Only, we, only reason I got to see Curious George books was in school. Mm-hmm. You know, in kindergarten and stuff like that. Okay. No Curious George. I think they were afraid I want a monkey. Exactly. That's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, that's what you think? Well, you know what they did when I started saying I wanted a monkey? Mm-hmm. They gave me the barrel of monkeys game. Oh. oh. And you know you are special if somebody gives you that barrel of monkeys game. Just hey, it's just like having a real monkey, right? Oh, sure it is. You know what happened to the barrel of the monkeys game? I have a feeling they got melted. No, 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 no. I did play uh, Planet of the Apes with them sometimes with the uh, army guys, you know, the yeah. army dudes. 
But they also went into space because I had a slingshot and I put one of those, you know, either red or blue barrel of monkey in the uh, slingshot and I would shoot it into the cornfield up way up in the sky and you know, landing into the cornfield. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that because, I, you know, the and how did you ever play a game? Did you ever play the game barrel? Because it was a game. But I don't know. One kid, you know, in the uh, farmland USA schools that I went to that played barrel of monkeys. Did you? Uh, I know we had them in in the classroom, you know, in the like kindergarten or something. Did you play them at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. As a game where you try to yeah chain the wasn't it? You try to put them like a chain, you hook yeah. them all, whatever. I thought I so somewhere in central Illinois cornfield there are little blue and red blue and red plastic monkeys. Yeah, strewn about. Yeah, there are. Well, they've probably been buried quite a bit. So. Just think about that, like 5,000, 10,000 years from now when the aliens are walking on Earth, checking out human civilization, I'll come across all those monkeys. And mm-hmm. they go, they were buried. They were worshipped. <laughs> That's what somebody's, some alien you know, archaeologist is going to say. Hmm. It's all because of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gotta, or this was jewelry they wore. <laughs> mm. be something like, they tra- or coins. They'll think they were like coins. You know, They mm. traded these. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. There's a cornfield somewhere that, that has those in there. So that's what happened to them. See what you learn with the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, we're staying with the vein or right in the venue of uh, children's books and away in children's stories. I thought what we'd do is if I have an opportunity to go back in time and visit the world of old time radio, golden age of radio, I am going to do it. Radio This is the Riley and Kimmy Show. We love radio, especially the golden age of radio, the old time radio, OTR as we call it. And what we're going to do is go back in time here to one of the big time classics from children's literature, something that has been turned into so many different things in multimedia. We're going back to December 26, 1938 to Lux Radio Theater to their presentation of a little thing called Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Now, before you go, oh, I don't care, this is something to really check out. It's very special because it's one year after the big masterpiece of the animation hit the silver screen. And why this is so cool is for multiple nerd reasons. Lux Radio Theater would adapt certain movies and certain uh, projects, you know, film into radio adaptations. This is not the audio from whatever film project they would adapt. This is a true radio production. It's been designed and executed for the theater of the mind, for your ears. It'll all come alive in your mind. It's like the giant uh, IMAX that you have in your head is utilized for this. And in ways, in, in, in my opinion, it comes more alive than actually watching it in some cases. And this is no exception. And it's really cool because there are a couple of multiple nerd things going here. It's one year almost to the date after that big animated feature hit the silver screen that this aired. This aired December 26, 1938. Keep in mind, Superman is just a few months old, really. He's not, you know, he's still a baby in a way. So the pop culture world is changing uh, right here. And this is pre-World War II, which changes everything too in, you know, uh, entertainment at the, just a everything goes a different pathway music is changing at this time period and so many things have become icons they're making their debuts now on this Lux Radio Theater 
episode, one of the reasons it's really cool is Cecil B. DeMille is part of it. Do you know who that is, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Who is that? It's a famous director. That is correct. Uh, you know, he stands out for the Ten Commandments. You know, he did two versions of it, by the way, the silent version, and then did a talkie version, which everybody knows with Charlton Heston. Mm-hmm. And also narrates that, by the way. He is the narrator in that. And one of the uh, most classic lines of all time in cinema is tied to his name. And can you tell me what movie I'm talking about? Um, that would be Sunset Boulevard. Right. Norma Desmond. I'm ready for my close up. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he, he is in that movie as himself. Well, he is part of Lux Radio Theater with us. He is doing the opening with it. And another reason it's really cool is you get to hear the voice of somebody who is in his prime, top of his game. He's part of this as well. And that is a gentleman by the name of Walt Disney. So this is a really cool nerd thing to check out. It's safe for the entire family, all ages. And it's our gift to you. Here we go back in time, December 26, 1938. It's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs with a Lux Radio Theater on the Riley and Kimmy Show. From Hollywood, California, the Lux Radio Theater presents Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Lux presents Hollywood. It's one of the most beloved folk tales of all time, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Walt Disney made it into one of the greatest pictures of all time. And tonight, for young and old, we bring it to the Lux Radio Theater. A charming story, the delightful music that you saw and heard on the screen. Aiding in tonight's production and our guest of honor is Walt Disney himself. Conducting our music is Louis Silvers. Mr. DeMille will step before the curtain in just a moment. But before he does, a word about the product that brings you this program, Lux Flakes. Lux Flakes have thousands of loyal followers all over the world because lovely women everywhere depend on these fine, gentle flakes to keep their things dainty. Their nice silk and satin underthings get regular Lux care. Yes, gentle Lux keeps nice things dainty and fresh. But it does more than that. It helps them stay new-looking longer. You see... Lux flakes have no harmful alkali to hurt delicate materials or fade colors. It's a good thing to remember that anything safe in water alone is safe in gentle Lux. And now, your host and producer, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Cecil B. DeMille. Christmas greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. One year ago, almost to the day, Walter Elias Disney was here in the Lux Radio Theater telling us about a picture he'd just completed called Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It was the first feature-length animated picture ever created. Into it had gone three years of work, of hope and daring. Over two and one-half million drawings and the services of more than 500 artists. It was therefore a rather nervous Mr. Disney who spoke to us that night. If we had tied bells on his knees, he could easily have doubled for Santa Claus' sleigh. It wasn't Mike Fright, though, that attacked Mr. Disney. It was Premier Fright. For on the night following his Lux broadcast, he was giving the world its first glimpse into animated fairyland. In the tiny hands of a little lady named Snow White, 
lay the reputation and the future of Walt Disney. How this picture was received is history. It brought laughter and tears from the children and grown-ups of every nation. Praise came from the pulpit, from statesmen, from the press to this unassuming man, whom even his switchboard operator calls Walt. Harvard and Yale gave him honorary degrees, and the world its thanks. For to all of us, he recalled our childhood. We couldn't have chosen a more popular play for Christmas than Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, nor a more appropriate guest than Walt Disney. Later on, we'll hear from him. Now we hear his masterpiece. Let's dim the lights a little. Let's sit down and shut our eyes. Forget the world and just imagine. As our curtain rises and the Lux Radio Theater presents Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. In a far-off world, long, long ago, a kingdom built on a mountain high lifted its turrets flecked with gold into a sapphire sky. Land of enchantment, this domain, but ruled by a queen, black-hearted, vain, jealous of her beauty, and fearful lest there be another in her realm to prove more beautiful than she. Each evening in a secret hall, she conjured up a spirit from the mirror on the wall. Slave in the magic mirror, come from the farthest space. Through wind and darkness I summon thee. Speak, let me see thy face. What wouldst thou know, my queen? Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Famed is thy beauty, majesty, but hold, a lovely maid I see. Rags cannot hide her gentle grace. Alas, she is more fair than thee. Alas for her, reveal her name. Lips red as the rose, hair black as ebony, skin white as snow. Snow white. Your own stepdaughter and the princess of this realm. Where is this fair one now? In her tattered clothes by the wishing well, she sings with the voice of a silver bell. Want to know a secret? Promise not to tell. We are standing by a wishing well. Into the well, that's all you have to do. And if you hear it echoing, your wish will soon come true. I'm wishing, wishing for the one I love to find me. Thank you. 
Hello. Oh. Did I frighten you? Who are you? I am prince of another land. I've ridden far, hoping for the day when I'd find one fair as you. Oh. Please, don't run away. Now that I've found you, here's what I have to say. One song, I have but one song, one song only for you. One heart tenderly beating, ever entreating, constantly true. One love that has possessed me. wishes in this matter, Master Huntsman? I do, Your Majesty. Tomorrow, as the shadows fall at dusk, take her far into the forest. Find some secluded glade where she can pick wildflowers. Yes, Your Majesty. And there, my faithful huntsman, you will kill her. Kill her? Your Majesty, the little princess. Silence. You know the penalty if you fail. Yes, Your Majesty. Kill her or die yourself. And to prove that you have done your part, bring back this casket, Huntsman, and in it, Snow White's heart. Master Huntsman, I think we have enough wildflowers now, don't you? Enough for a long time. Perhaps forever. Oh, what a lovely place this is. So quiet and peaceful. But I think we'd better leave now. It's growing late, Master Huntsman. See how the shadows fall. Long and slender. Master Huntsman, why do you stare at me like that? What's wrong? Come here. But I don't... Here. Look well around this place you love. That look will be your last. (laughs) I can't. I can't do it. Forgive me. I beg you, Your Highness, forgive me. Why, I don't understand. She's mad. Jealous of you. She'll stop at nothing. But but who? The queen. The queen? You must run away, child. Far away. Run and hide and never come back. Hide in the woods. Anywhere. But go! Go! Go!
frighten me? Why, you're nothing but little birds. And a tiny deer. And squirrels and chipmunks. Why, you're nothing to fear. Oh, I'm so ashamed of the fuss I've made. But now that the sun's up, I'm not afraid. Will you forgive me? Oh, thank you. But you see, I'm all alone, and I've no place to go. Do you think that you could help me? If I only had a place to live. You don't know where such a place would be. Oh, no. I couldn't live in a tree. If you only knew of a house. Yes, a house. You do? Will you show me where it is? Yes, I'm ready now. Shall we go inside? Ooh, it's dark inside. Guess there's no one home. Hello? May I come in? Oh, what a cute little chair. That's right, seven little chairs. Must be seven little children. And from the look of this table, seven untidy little children. Look at what? Oh, a pickaxe. A too. And in the fireplace, a shoe. And just look at that fireplace. Why, it's covered with dust. And look, cobwebs everywhere. My, 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 what a pile of dirty dishes. And just look at that room. Why, they've never swept this room. You'd think their mother would. Oh, maybe they have no mother. Then they're orphans. Oh, that's too bad. I know. We'll clean the house and surprise them. Then maybe they'll let me stay. Now you wash the dishes, you tidy up the room, you clean the fireplace, and I'll use the broom. Just whistle while you work. And cheerfully together we can tidy up the place. So have a merry team. Won't take long and there's a sun to help you set the pace. And now you sweep the room. Imagine that the room is someone that you love, and soon you'll find you're dancing to the tunes of which they while you work. When hearts are tied, the time will fly, so be a song while you work. Oh, oh, thank you. You sang beautifully. But I'm still wondering about the seven little children who live here. They're not children. Well, what are they? What? Seven little men? Well, where are the little men? Away? At work? In a mine? Well, what do they do in the mine? Dig, 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 in a mine the whole day through. Dig, 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 is what we like to do. It ain't so trick to get rich quick. We dig, 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 dig,
right. We dig a diamond by the score, a thousand rubies, sometimes more. But we don't know what we dig them for. We dig, 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 dig. dig. Listen, Ham, uh, uh, man. What you want, Doc? Uh, I think it's time we it's smart. Uh, Smith quirk. Uh, quit work. Uh, what do you say? Hooray! Come on, then. Let's go home. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! It's home for work we go. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! It's home for work we go. Light. Uh, lights lit. Jimmy The door's open, too. And the chimney's smoking. Something's in there. Maybe a ghost. Or a goblin. A demon. Or a dragon. What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> it's all right, men. What is it? Dopey's knees knocking together. Dopey, quit that. You hear? Quit it. There. I suppose there really is a dragon in the house. Mark my words, there's trouble brewing. Felt it coming all day. My corn's hurt. Gosh. That's a bad sign. Well, what, what do we do? do? Yeah. Uh, let's sneak up on it. Yes, uh, we'll squeak up. Uh, 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 sneak up. Uh, uh, come on, hen. Uh, uh, men. Follow me. Don't be quick that, will you? Now, careful, men. Search every crook and nanny. Uh, hook and granny. Uh, crook and pa- uh, Search everywhere. Shh. Quiet. Look. The floor. It's been swept. Chair's been dusted. And our window's been washed. Gosh, our cobweb's missing. What, what, what? The, the, the whole place is clean. Heh, there's dirty work afoot. The sink's empty. Hey, someone stole our dishes. They ain't stole. They're hid in the cupboard. My cup's been washed. Sugar's gone. Something's cooking. Mmm, good. Smells good. Oh, look. Here, don't touch it, you fools. Might be poison. See? Witches brew. Look, look what's happened to our stable. Uh, table. Flowers. There's flowers on the table. Huh? Look, goldenrod. Look, sneezy goldenrod. Oh, oh don't do it. T- t- take them away. My doze. My hay fever. You, you know I can't stand no gold. gold. I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. No, you got to take me. You got to take me. You got to take me. You crazy fool! Fine time you picked a sneeze. Well, I couldn't help it. I, I can't tell. When you gotta, you gotta. And I gotta. <laughs> I gotta. No, 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 I can't no, stop no, no, it. No, no, no. What am I gonna do? Well, you better hold him tight. I can't do it. I got it. Quiet, you fool. Don't want to get us all killed. What's that? That's it. Sounded close. It's in this room right now. It's up there. Yeah, upstairs in the bedroom. Uh-huh. Well, one of us has got to go down and chase it up. Uh, 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 up, down. Well, who's it going to be? I'm asking for volunteers, men. Happy? What about you? Uh-uh. Bashful? Uh-uh. Sleepy? Uh-uh. Grumpy? <laughs> Sneezy? With my hay fever, dough. So you won't go, eh? Well, that means... Um, mm, here, Dopey. Uh, take this lantern. Uh, don't, don't, don't be nervous. Don't be afraid. Go on now. Uh, up the snares, uh, the stairs. We're 
We're right behind you. Yes, right, right behind, behind you. you. Open the door, Dopey. Go on, go on. Open the door and stop shaking like that. Now, now. Look. Over there. Jiminy Crickets. Gosh. Gee. What a monster. It's asleep. Covers three beds. Let's kill it before it wakes up. Which end do we kill? Shh. I'll take a good look at it. Uh, what is it? Why, it, 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 it's a girl. A girl? A girl. She's mighty pretty. She's beautiful. Just like an angel. Angel? <laughs> She's a female. And all females is poison. They're full of wicked wiles. What are wicked wiles? I don't know, but I'm against them. Shh. Not so loud. You'll wake her up. Oh, let her wake up. She don't belong here no how. Oh, She's moving. Oh, She's waking up. Oh, what do we do? Uh, hide. Oh. Too late. Oh, gosh. Why, you're the little man. How do you do? I said, how do you do? How do you do what? Oh, you can talk. I'm so glad. Now, don't tell me who you are. Let me guess. You don't know us. Oh, but I know your names. I saw them written on your beds. Now, let me see. That little man over there, you're Doc. Uh, why, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh, and you... You're bashful. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and you, you're sleepy. Oh, how do you guess? And you, <laughs> you're sleepy. <laughs> oh, yes. And you must be... Happy, ma'am. That's me. And uh, this is Dopey. He don't talk none. You mean he can't talk? He don't know. He never tries. Oh, that's too bad. But what's that bell around his neck? Oh, that? Oh, that, that, that's a cowbell. Uh, we just put that there in, in case he, he ever gets lost. Uh, show her what you glue, uh, goo. Show her what you do when you get lost, Dopey. No, 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 no. The bell, the bell. That's right, that's right. See? He rings the cowbell. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> cute. Taint cute at all. Why, yes, it is. I say it ain't. Oh, you must be grumpy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who he is, all right. Hey, we know who we are. Ask her who she is and what she's doing here. <clears throat> yeah, uh, what are you and who are you doing? Uh, uh, what are you? Uh, uh, who are you, my dear? Oh, how silly of me. I'm Snow White. Snow White? The, the princess? princess? Yes. Well, well my, my my dear princess, uh, princess, we're uh, we, we're honored. Yes, we're uh, we're mad as hornets. Mad as hornets. No, we're not. We're as bad as cornet. No, no, as bad as. What was I saying? Nothing. Just standing there, sputtering like a doodlebug. Who's a buttering like a spoodledug? Uh, who's a uh, a gunner? Oh, shut up and tell her to get out. Oh, please don't send me away. If you do, she'll kill me. Kill you? Who will? Yes, who'll kill you? My stepmother, the queen. The queen? She's yes. wicked. She's bad. She's bitey beans. She's an old witch. I'm warning you. If the queen finds her here, she'll swoop down and wreak her vengeance on us. Oh, but she doesn't know where I am. She don't, huh? No. She knows everything. She's full of black magic. She can even make herself invisible. Might be in this room right now. Stop that. Stop it, Dobie. She finds her here. We're lost. Lost? Not you, Dopey. All of us. Oh, but you'll never find me here. And if you let me stay, I'll keep house for you. 
I'll wash and sew and sweep and cook. Cook? Cool. Cool. Yeah. Can you make lapple dumplings? Uh, lumple dumplings? Uh, apple dumplings. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, crapple dumplings? Yes, and plum pudding and gooseberry pie. Oh, gooseberry pie. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, you crazy fools. You're going to lose your heads over a gooseberry pie? I say she goes. I say she stays. I say she goes. I say she don't. She does. She don't. She will. She won't. Does. Don't. Does. Don't. Does. Don't. Does. Oh, you're a pot-bellied old hop-toad. He's a, I'm a, who, who's a, a belly-potted old flop-load? A hop-jelly, a flop You, you're a flop-bellied toad jump. Now you got me doing it. I say she stays. How'd you like someone to twist your nose for you? Twist my nose or oh, you wouldn't dare. Oh, 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 Let me break up your happy home. I'll go. Eh, good riddance. I'm not afraid of the dark woods at night and, and the goblins. The goblins? Think of the ghosts. The demons. The spooks. Yes. The dragons. Yeah, but think of our gooseberry pies. Yes, yeah, our, our gooseberry, gooseberry pies. pies. It'll taste mighty good. Raisins in the crust. Belt in your bowl. Can eat till you bust. Yeah. All right. We'll let her stay, but just till we get that pie. So ends the first act of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. During our brief intermission, let's take a flying trip from the land of fantasy to everyday life to the home of our friends, the Browning family. It's the night after Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature is stirring. Except Dot and Midge. They're still up, having a little last-minute fun going over their presents. Gee, that music box is divine. Makes me think of moonlight and roses. Oh, wasn't Dad a lamb to give it to me? Yes, and wasn't Cousin Lou an angel to give me all this lovely lingerie? Oh, look at this nightgown, Midge. Isn't it sweet? Oh, it's adorable. Hold it up to you, Dot. Oh, look at it float. It's a dream, all right. Are you going to wear it tonight? Oh, my goodness, no. I'm going to keep all these things for my best. Why, girls, aren't you ready for bed yet? We can't decide what to wear, Mother. At least Dot can't. She wants to hoard all her lingerie. <laughs> Why, the things are so beautiful, Dot. I'm surprised you don't start right in wearing that lovely nightgown. Well, that's just it, Mother. They're all so lovely. I'm afraid to wash them too often, so I'm going to kind of save them. <laughs> oh, nonsense, dear. They Lux beautifully. You just wear them and get the use out of them. But you will use Lux Flakes, won't you? Oh, I will, Mother. And I hope you make it one of your New Year's resolutions, too, Midge. I solemnly swear that I will use Lux. Always Lux and nothing but Lux. And I won't forget. I hope, I hope, I hope. <laughs> we'll hold you to that, Midge. <laughs> and now, girls, get to bed. Good, Good night, night, Mother. Mother. Pleasant dreams. Yes, Dot can rest easy about her lovely new nightgown. And all her underthings, for that matter. Gentle Lux removes soil like magic and at the same time leaves colors and materials looking like new. As Mother Browning knows so well, anything safe in water alone is safe in Lux. That's because there's no harmful alkali to hurt delicate fabrics or fade colors. Use Gentle Lux Flakes for your own nice things to keep them dainty and new-looking longer. Now, here's our producer, Mr. DeMille. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs are ready to go on with their story. In our far-off world, long, long ago, 
our princess fair with skin like snow, was taken in as cook by the seven little men, by happy and bashful and sleepy and dark and sneezy and grumpy and dopey. She was taken in as cook in the house in the glen, and we hope she'll be happy with the seven little men. We hope she'll be happy as a young girl should with seven little men so kind and good. With happy and bashful and sleepy and dark and sneezy and grumpy and dopey. Knock on wood. It's supper time now in the cottage, and as softly as they're able, the seven dwarfs with gentle grace all tiptoe to the table. Oh, just a minute, please. Supper's not quite ready. You'll just have time to wash. Wash? 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 I knew there was a catch to it. Why wash? What for? We ain't going nowhere. Tain't New Year. Oh, perhaps you have washed. Oh, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, perhaps we have. But when? When? Uh, when? Uh, yeah, you said when. Uh, why, uh, or, uh, last week, uh, month, uh, year, uh, but why, uh, 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 recently. Yes, yeah, recently. Oh, recently. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. Why, Doc, I'm surprised. <laughs> Come on, Bashful, let's see yours. Oh, that will never do. And Dopey? My, my, my. This is worse than I thought. Now, all of you run right outside and wash yourselves. And don't forget behind the ears and under the beard. And comb your hair nice and neat. Go on now, or you'll not get a bite to eat. It's cold. I guess we got to do it, ma'am. Stand around the tub. We all got to wash. Women. Courage, men. Courage. Uh, Don't be nervous. (laughs) Gosh, it's wet. (laughs) It's it's cold, too. We ain't gonna do it, are we? Well, it'll it'll, it'll please the the princess. I say we take a vote. All right, we'll take a a vote. All in favor, hey, say aye. 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 What about Dopey? He don't count. Does, too. (laughs) Listen, Dopey. If you're for pleasing the princess, ring your bell once. If you're not in flavor, uh, in favor, ring it twice. Understand? Hey, he understands. One ring for yes and two for no, eh, Dopey? Well, which is it? Uh, I told oh, you he didn't see? count. I think we ought to wash anyhow. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Her wiles are beginning to work. But I'm warning you. You give them an inch and they'll walk all over you. Oh, don't listen to that old warthog. Come on now, man. Uh, how hard do you scrub? Will her whiskers shrink? Do you get in the tub? Do you have to wash where it doesn't show? Now, 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 don't get excited. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) 
Man, I vote that the best supper I ever had. Me too, Doc. Yeah, me too. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you liked it. I, I can still taste that pie. <laughs> Gosh, I'm full. We're right up to here. <laughs> What's that, Grumpy? I said, huh? <laughs> and your plate's lean, uh, clean. Well, you got to eat something after working all day. <laughs> <sighs> what do you say we go to bed? Not yet. Gosh, uh, no, taint bedtime yet. I'm all set for Rambergee, uh, Banjeree. Uh, 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 how about a song? Oh, yeah. Go on, Happy. You're first. I like to dance and tap my feet, but they won't keep in rhythm. You see, I washed them both today, and I can't do nothing with them. Sneezy <laughs> sick. A minute after I was born, it didn't have a nighty. So I tied my whiskers round my legs, and I used them for a di 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 a nighty. <laughs> Now, Bashful, go ahead, Bashful. I, oh, gosh. I chased a bull up a tree way out upon a limb. And when he got the best of me, I got the worst of him. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> now, now, you do something. Well, what shall I do? Tell us a story. Yeah. Yes, tell us a story. story. A true story. A love story. Well... Once there was a princess. Was the princess uh, uh, you? And she fell in love. Was it hard to do? It was very easy. Anyone could see that the prince was charming. The only one for me. Uh, uh, was he uh, uh, strong and handsome? Was he, was he big and tall? There's nobody like him anywhere at all. Did he say he loved you? Did he steal a kiss? He was so romantic, I could not resist. Someday my prince will come, someday we'll meet again, and the way to Clock, hen, uh, man. Mine for Ted. Uh, uh, time for bed. Oh my! Good night. Good night, everybody. Pleasant dreams. Pleasant Mirror, come from the farthest space. 
What wouldst thou, queen? Magic mirror on the wall. Who now is the fairest one of all? Over the seven jeweled hills, beyond the seventh wall, in the cottage of the seven dwarves, dwells Snow White, fairest one of all. Snow White lies dead in the forest. The huntsman has brought me proof. Behold her heart. Snow White still lives, the fairest in the land. Is the heart of a pig you hold in your hand? The heart of a pig? Then I've been tricked. The heart of a pig, a blundering fool. I'll go myself to the dwarf's cottage in a disguise so complete no one will ever suspect. I'll transform my beauty into ugliness change my queenly raiment to a peddler's cloak. Mummy dust to make me old. To shroud my clothes the black of night. To age my voice an old hag's cackle. <laughs> to whiten my hair a scream of fright. <coughs> a blast of wind to fan my hate. A thunderbolt to mix it well. Now, begin thy magic spell. Look, my hand. My voice. My voice. <laughs> A perfect disguise. And now a special sort of death for one so fair. What shall it be? Ah, the poisoned apple. Sleeping death. One taste of the poisoned apple and the victim's eyes will close forever. In the sleeping death. <laughs> but wait, there may be an antidote. Nothing must be overlooked. My book of drugs. Ah, here it is. A victim of the sleeping death can be revived only by love's first kiss. Love's first kiss. <laughs> no fear of that. The dwarfs will think she's dead. She'll be buried alive. <laughs> Thank you for saving me from the jealous queen. And bless the seven little men who've been so good to me. And and make my dreams come true. Amen. Oh yes. And and please make Grumpy like me. He really isn't grumpy. He's a dear. And if he likes me, I can stay. I'll be so safe. And happy here. Amen.
pause for station identification. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs have ended the second act of their adventures. They're not going away, though. They'll be here again in a very little while to continue telling you their story. That will be Act Three. Right now, in our intermission time, Mr. DeMille and our guest of honor are going to kind of talk things over. It's now my happy privilege to bring to the microphone one of the truly great men of the motion picture industry. Our distinguished guest is so well known... But even to mention his name is utterly superfluous, like uh, gilding the lily. Oh, well, thanks. Therefore, I will not mention his name. Uh-huh. Indeed, our, our guest is so modest and publicity shy that the mere mention of his forthcoming productions would send a shudder down his spine. Huh? Therefore, I'll refrain from any mention of them. Not even one? Instead, I'll, I'll let him interview me about my work. <laughs> I must say, this is rather unexpected. Oh, go on. Just ask me one little question about Union Pacific. What for? I know all about it. Now, Mr. Disney... Oh, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this is Walt Disney. Thank you, Mr. DeMille. Mr. Disney is now at work on his next uh, feature. And the title uh, is Pinocchio. Yes, and now and that I have you... another name, Bambi. Bambi, yes, and now that and you... And then uh, Alice in Wonderland comes after that. Yes, 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 yes. And now, if you please, if you please let me say just a word about my, my picture... You know, I've gotten a whole new slant from Union Pacific. It has thousands of miles of railroad track, hundreds of Indians... Hundreds of assorted actors, all in authentic costumes. Thousands of... Yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute. You forgot Lux. Hundreds of boxes of Lux. Back in the unwashed 60s? Never. Mm. <laughs> no, but, but Lux takes an active part in every DeMille production. It's the backbone of the wardrobe department. It helps those costumes start out fresh and clean every morning. But picking up where you left off, Walt. Well, seeing how tremendous your pictures are, if I had to make Snow White over again, I'd have 700 dwarfs instead of only seven. I'd have 70,000, and they'd all be giants except one, and he'd be taller than the rest. And instead of buzzards following the old witch, I'd have bombing planes. Now, for a climax, the Wicked Queen sells Snow White a poisoned fruit stand. I think I'll do it. (laughs) You're all wrong, Walt. What people want is more fantasy, sweetness, whimsy, or just call it more Snow White. I think what I could do with Union Pacific if I had the Disney touch... My hero could be a steam engine, a prince in disguise. One day as he was passing the roundhouse, he heard a sweet voice singing. And looking over the garden wall, he saw a beautiful coal car. Yes, Mr. DeMille, that's colossal. (laughs) And though she was a shabby coal car, she was really a princess. Her name was Snow White. No, Mr. DeMille, if you do, I'll sue you. They fall in love. (laughs) But the Great West in those days was a trackless wilderness. So one day, the handsome young locomotive says to his beloved, Baby, we gotta make tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in a crude way, that's the idea. But let's get serious, Walt. In making your pictures, do you follow any ironclad rules? Just one. Never do anything that somebody else can do better. That's why we ordinarily sidestep stories that could be done successfully in live action instead of animated action. What about the future, as the art of animating human figures develops? (laughs) We'll never do Hamlet. <laughs> Want to bet? <laughs> well, to be honest, our medium is so young and so unexplored and so fascinating that we have to guard against daydreaming. We have too many immediate problems. 
And I think my most immediate problem is to let you get back to the play. Uh, sit down, then, Walt. But don't go away. Thanks, Mr. Mill. <laughs> we'll be calling on you a little later. Once again, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Through black of night, the jealous queen, her deadly charm devised, flies toward the cottage in the glen as a witch disguised. In fiendish glee, she swears with every breath, the poisoned apple shall be Snow White's death. <laughs> it's morning. At the doorway of the cottage in the glen stand Snow White and the seven little men. Eagerly, they wait their turn in line because they know each one will get a kiss as off to work they go. Now, 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 don't forget, my my dear. Don't forget what? The old queen's at the sly one. She's full of witchcraft. So beware of strangers. Don't worry, Doc. I will. And I'll have dinner all ready for you when you get back. Now, here's your kiss. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> uh, uh, come on, men. Let's go. And now you, Bashful. Now, now, be awful careful... Because if anything should ever happen to you, I... Oh, <laughs> goodbye, Bashful. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Dopey. Of course there's a kiss for you. <laughs> now, remember, Princess, be sure to... Wa- to wa- wa- do, do, be sure to... Wa- 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 <laughs> to watch out. I'll be very careful. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Princess. Now, who's next? Oh, Dopey, didn't I just say goodbye to you? Well, all right, but it's the very last one. (laughs) Goodbye, Sleepy. Goodbye, Happy. And goodbye... Oh, Grumpy. Now, 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 I'm warning you. Don't let nobody or nothing in the house. Why, Grumpy, you do care. Well, what if I do? Oh, Grumpy, here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Why, Joby, what do you mean by... the men folks' mouth water. Pies made from apples like this one. <laughs> oh, it does look delicious. Yes, but wait till you taste it, dearie. <laughs> like to try it? Mm-hmm. Go on, go on. Have a bite. What did you say, Bird? But why shouldn't I eat it? Because why? 
Because you've been so good to poor old Granny, I'll share a secret with you. This is no ordinary apple. It's a magic wishing apple. A wishing apple? Yes. One bite and all your dreams will come true. Really? Yes, girly. Now, make a wish and take a bite. Oh, it looks awfully nice, but... Oh, there's a storm coming up. I'd better close the window. No, no, no. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, there's plenty of time, my dear. Now, here's the apple, the wishing apple. There must be something your little heart desires. Perhaps there's someone you love. Well, there is someone. I thought so. I thought so. Old Granny knows a young girl's heart. Now, take the apple, dearie, and make a wish. I wish... I wish... That's it. Go on. Go on. I wish for my prince to come for me. I wish that... that he'll carry me away to his castle, where we'll live happily ever after. Fine. Fine. Now take a bite. Don't let the wish grow cold. There. That's it. Did it taste good, my pet? <laughs> oh. oh, I feel so strange. A breath will fill. Oh. A blood congeal. Oh. The sleeping death. <laughs> she cannot stand. <laughs> now I'm the fairest in the land. <laughs> What's that? The little men return? I must hurry. Away. Away to the farthest mountaintop. Your witch's lair! Let them follow if they dare! <laughs> Which way did she go? There she is! Well, what you're standing here for? Up the mountain after her, men! Up the mountain! Oh, I see her now. I saw her in the lightning flash. Don't let her get away! Get after her! Around that cliff! She can't get down! Be careful, men! She's desperate! Watch out for that rock! Rolling rocks down off the hill. She'll kill us all. Get back, man. Get back. No, no, go on. Surround the old witch. Surround her. Look. Get the lightning. It's striking all around her. She fell. Fell right past us. I could feel the wind. Struck by lightning. Serves her right. Well, man, the wicked queen is dead. Good riddance, I say. Grumpy, Doc! Here's Happy. Good news, Happy. The lightning hit her and she fell off the cliff. She's dead. Well, what? why don't you cheer? I can't. Because Snow White, she's dead too. There she is, ma'am. Don't she look pretty? Just like she wasn't dead at all. She she looks so pretty. I I can't think of 
burying her. No, we, we can't bury her, man. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll build a, a, a glass coffin. Glass of gold. And we'll keep flowers around it all the time. Please, no golden rod. No, no, no golden rod, Sneezy. Because, because I'm, I'm going to sit beside her and watch her all the time. Put the, the violets here, Sneezy. Uh-huh. And the sweet peas there. Uh-huh. Dopey's daffodils beside. Listen, man. Somebody's coming this way. Yeah, riding a horse. What's he want? Tell him to go away. We can't do that. What? He, he's a prince. A prince? Sure. Look at his, look at his clothes. He's a prince, all right. Good morning. Good morning, Your Highness. Is there something wrong? There are tears in your eyes. Snow White is dead. And there she lies. Snow White is dead? Yes. Dead. And I've been searching far and wide. Here, let me kneel at her side. Oh, princess, ne'er was one so fair with snow-white skin and raven hair. Oh, gosh, he's giving her a kiss. He loves her. Gosh, then he's her prince. The one she spoke of in the story. Never mentioned his name since. Did someone call? The princess spoke. Look, she's awake. Yeah, the spell is broke. She's going to live. She isn't home. Only sleep. Just a charm. It was I who called. My prince. Well, Snow White, they thought you dead, these little men. I think I must have been. But then, you kissed me. Or did I only dream? Well, no dream. I did. I've searched for you so far. And I've been waiting for you so long. You knew I'd come? I knew someday. Someday my prince will come. Goodbye, bashful and sleepy and sleepy. Goodbye. Oh, please. Please don't be sad, little men. I'll be coming back again. You will? Once every year we'll meet. And I'll cook for you, too. And I'll make your house neat. Goodbye. Goodbye. That prince, he better treat her right.
So we say goodbye to lovely Snow White and her fairy prince. And in just a moment, you'll hear Mr. DeMille in a personal chat with Walt Disney. But now, I'd like to give a little friendly advice to the women in our audience. All those nice underthings you got for Christmas. You want them to stay dainty and fresh and new-looking a long time, don't you? Well, why don't you do what Mother Browning suggested? Why don't you plan to give all those lovely, fragile things the care they deserve? Gentle Lux care. Keep a box of Lux flakes on your bathroom shelf. And after every wearing, take your nice underthings and plunge them into a big bowl full of Lux suds. Those soft, pure suds whisk away every trace of soil and leave your things dainty and new-looking. There's no harmful alkali to hurt fine materials or fade delicate colors. In fact, Lux is safe for anything safe in water alone. Try it. Buy Lux flakes in the economical large size tomorrow. Now, Mr. DeMille. Picking up where we left off between the acts, here's Walt Disney to continue his animated conversation in a more serious vein. <laughs> You'll be sorry, Mr. DeMille. Tell me, just how old a story is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Well, it's so old that no one knows when or where it was first told. Is it true that it wasn't published until the Grimm brothers came along? Yes, just about a hundred years ago. Jacob Grimm was a very learned man, a scientist. You'd hardly think he'd go in for fairy tales. But just as a hobby, he and his brother collected a lot of old folk stories and legends, put them into a book, and called the book Grimm's Fairy Tales. In their written form, Walt, fairy tales are supposedly only for children. But when you bring one to the screen, it captivates everyone. Age, language, race make no difference. What's the secret? Well, here's half an answer. Over at our place, we're sure of just one thing. Everybody in the world was once a child. We grow up. Our personalities change. But in every one of us, something remains of our childhood. You mean that's a common denominator? That just about sums it up, Mr. DeMille. The same level you speak of knows nothing of sophistication and distinction. It's where all of us are simple and naive, without prejudice and bias. We're friendly and trusting. And it just seems to me that if your picture hits that spot in one person, it's going to hit that same spot in almost everybody. So in planning a new picture, we don't think of grown-ups and we don't think of children. But just of that fine, clean, unspoiled spot down deep in every one of us that maybe the world has made us forget and that maybe our pictures can help recall. But when a picture maker turns philosopher, Mr. DeMille, it's time for him to quit. So thanks for your swell treatment of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh-huh. Good night. Good night. That was Walt Disney, whose magic turns a theater ticket into a grand adventure. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a word about our program for next Monday night. The past year has seen Errol Flynn rise to the heights of Hollywood stardom. In successive films like The Perfect Specimen, Robin Hood, and Dawn Patrol, he's proved himself a master of romantic comedy, adventurous melodrama, and straight dramatic roles. We hear this versatile and dashing gentleman next Monday night in the first of these hits, The Perfect Specimen. And co-starred, as she was in the picture, is another favorite, the delightful Joan Blondell. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.